guys welcome or welcome back to overthinking and underperforming i hope everyone's doing great i hope you've had a great week or are having a great week or day and if you're not hopefully this episode helps but i just like to say like i'm calling you out right now don't click off this like please just listen just because i really wish someone told me this when i was like 16 because i genuinely feel like my life would look completely different like this is a core value that i carry around right now so yeah basically i wanted to talk about healing but not necessarily healing from a specific event if it's to do with grief if it's to do with heartbreak or any kind of situation that might have taken a toll on you it's not specific to any of those situations but i want to talk about the process of healing and how important that is and how I feel like in my experiences and a lot of my friends experiences or just anyone that I've talked to when they actually stopped being stubborn and like took time to listen to everything that they were going through and everything that was going on in their head they like literally everything just changed you know so today i just want to share that because if if i'm able to help just like one person or if anyone's able to relate if you're able to relate please like tell me like just text me whatever it is because i'd find it so interesting i mean i'd find it so nice to have a conversation with someone who understands what i'm talking about so i want to start with the fact that to me i think healing or processing i think that's the word i should use but processing what goes on in your head is very important because sometimes you don't realize that you know when you have those moments where like everything seems to be going wrong like say your hobbies or your academics or anything like if you're you're a sports person somehow you just like your performance is horrible everything is just like you know not working out a lot of the times we don't realize that our state of mind or those things that we don't even think have any effect on us are the things that are affecting us and i used to be one of those people that were like you know when people would tell me yeah maybe you just need to slow down maybe you just need to really like take time with yourself sit with yourself and just like x y and z i'd be like yeah yeah yeah, okay but like i would never really do it because i was like what are you telling me right now you're wasting my time i have to be productive you know and one of my biggest things was that i would procrastinate healing or processing just to be productive like that was my thing you know that meme or that whatever that was going around where it's like say you have a lot of schoolwork you're getting stressed your mental is down like you're just like you're not feeling like good and you know everything's bad so you're like okay let me take a step back you know and then you take a step back then all of a sudden now you're failing school you know so now you have to because you're failing school obviously now your mental state becomes affected so now it's like this ongoing never-ending cycle of like Every time you try to step back or try to, you know, be in your own bubble and be in your own space and really listen to what's going on in your mind or your life or whatever it is, it's like now your life actually starts to fall apart. So you're like, if I, you're telling me to take care of myself, but when I do that, everything else goes wrong. So is that really taking care of myself because I'm just creating more problems for myself, you know? So for me, at least this is how it would work for me. So I know with me specifically, it's like healing is such a heavy Thing. like for me healing is or processing is not just like a one-day thing it's something that just like for me takes a toll on my body takes a toll on everything like I feel like I'm constantly processing because I've taken so long since I was a kid I'm just that type of person to like keep it inside you know if I were to talk about it I'd give you just like a little bit you know I'd never say the thing that's actually hurting me or the thing that I'm actually that is actually like majority disturbing me you know so 
I think because of that, every time I was like, oh, okay, maybe I have to actually take like whoever's advice and just like quote unquote heal. I would do it. But then I was like, oh my gosh, there's too much. There's too much to the point where I'm like, now it's going to take me forever to process and forever to heal. But like before, when I was going through this process, I was an A-level student. I'm like, I don't have time to be gallivanting in my mental health space. Like when I have books to, you know, because I'm like, God forbid I fail my A-levels because I was writing in my journal too much do you get what I mean like that sounds so bad but I hope you understand what I'm saying so that was kind of my mentality and one thing I want to make clear is when I talk about processing when I talk about healing it doesn't necessarily have to be this crazy traumatic event that happened to you like I said in the beginning I'm not talking about anything specific I'm not talking about the intense crazy things I'm talking about the problem that I feel like a lot of us have is letting the small things become big things and that's, I'm, I'm a proud, like, actually proud. No, I'm not proud, but I'm definitely like a, an example of that, of small things piled up so much that it became this huge thing. And you would have thought like I've gone through some kind of crazy thing, but really it's just because all these small miniature things that were worth being like, yo, Gabby, are you okay? After experiencing that piled up because I refused to process any of it or refused to give it any attention because I didn't think it was that important or like I didn't want to disturb you or x y and z and then before I knew it had built up and it started just affecting my whole system for me if I go back to um I think the age of 15 where basketball kind of like somehow became like a large part of my life I wasn't like this amazing player but like you know team practices and all of that became like very um kind of strict but in a good way like very disciplined kind of you know so it took over my life right and I was an okay player right but it's reached this point where I was just so so utterly bad like I was so bad like I was benched all the time because I was doing absolute nonsense on the court and I remember it came to it it got to the point where I remember my mom would drive me to like early in the morning to like the to like a basketball game or whatever it is and I'm just sat in the car and I'm crying and I'm like I don't want to get out of this car because I know I'm going to get out there and do something absolutely crazy and I think that was the point in my life where she was also like but Gabby bro like what is going on like I think me and her we sat there we really done some kind of scientific I don't know experiment or like case study on myself because we my mom and I specifically we just sit there sometimes and we're like like what is going on because even sometimes I remember this time where I was talking to her about like like how I just feel like I'm losing my mind because even like simple things like writing my name or knowing words that I should know like every like not just like obviously we all forget once in a while or every like couple of times but like it was like every like there were words that I just somehow was forgetting to like I just forget or like writing my name was the one that was like whoa now now Gabby you need to fix this because it will take brain power to write my name like this is just something that you do like like casually you just write your name and I I was so embarrassed about it because I was like I didn't want to seem like I'm overreacting I think those were one of my biggest fear that's one of my biggest fear if anyone can relate, is being told that I'm overreacting. I think that's the most painful thing, especially when you're actually going through something. And then someone's just like, oh, you're overreacting. I think that can shatter me. Long story short, before I get into more more stories, basically, it's like the thing that you're running, that you're sacrificing healing for, now becomes affected by everything that you're, by your state of mind, right? 
say you're the type of person to want to help people all the time, all the time, like your priorities, like your friends and everyone and all of that. Like all of a sudden now you just don't want to talk to people like you just don't want to or you feel like you feel like you're not doing a good job or like your friends are like, yo, like I like people can sense there's something off, but you also don't know what's off. A lot of the times it's just that actually a lot of the times maybe you do know I don't know for me I didn't know I kind of I actually I can't tell you if I knew or if I didn't know like I knew like I knew that you Gabby you have to like figure out what's going on like I knew there was something going on but like a lot of the times I just thought I was going crazy like I didn't know it was the fact that I actually have to sit down and heal and I think healing is not this like static thing like it's not like you sit down for this for the rest of what month is it October and then decide that like you're gonna heal you know and then November you're chilling like healing is a constant thing it's something that we have at least I found that I need to start incorporating into my everyday life because you start to realize even when you think there's absolutely nothing wrong with your life you're chilling and for a lot of the time this was me especially with back to my story for school like, I was like, yeah, I can't write my name. Yeah, I'm forgetting stuff, but I'm still able to, for like the small, like internal examinations, I was like, okay, like, yes, we'd have some hiccups, but like, it wasn't horrible. So I was like, okay, if I, if I step back right now, what if it gets worse? So I was like, there's no way I'm stepping back. But now that I realized, now that I started like doing what I'm doing now and kind of like really forcing myself to like give time to myself and give time to processing my, or like every single day I have and like, Oh, what's the word? Reflecting. Uh Aha, there you go. Reflecting on every single day that I have or anything that I happen to be thinking about a lot. I give, I give my time. Hey, I give myself time to really think about like where that's coming from or what happened or why I'm thinking about this thing so much, you know? So yeah, that's, I guess, my experience with healing versus not healing because even now it's like in school, like, yes, I get stressed, but it's like the ability for me, like now I can actually read something once or not maybe like twice let me not lie like read something like twice and at the end of it I can still like I can tell you what was going on but before there's no way I could tell you that what was going on like I spent so so many hours studying and I used to a lot of people would be like Gabby man you make me feel bad you do because I know a lot of people especially like my friends in in my previous school they all know I had some insane morning routine that started at like 4 a.m. And they used to, I used to be so embarrassed because like Loki, everyone would be like, Gabby's so productive. I'm like, you guys, I'm just trying to keep up with you guys because my brain has refused to work. That's why I feel like I have to be one step ahead of everyone just to be on the same level because my brain refused to work. And I was so embarrassed to tell anyone because like, I, like what, how do you even start that conversation? Because it wasn't something that I was ready to laugh about. So I wasn't going to tell my friends and I don't know I told my mom a couple of times and that's the only person that I could ever tell my my worries to her and like I'd say two specific other people in my life who don't know it but they've really just like played an important role in my life but um yeah anyway I went back into stories but I wanted to talk about this concept of the inner child you know as a child it's your most like vulnerable you're vulnerable to learning so much and developing like what we call schemas in psychology which is like beliefs like core beliefs you know that you literally carry throughout the rest of your life you know they're very hard to change them you can change them but they're hard to change right so a lot of the things that you experienced as a child and a lot of the traumas or bad experiences as well as good experiences that you have as a child contribute to why you behave the way you behave now 
So there are a lot of times, like, especially once I learned this concept of the inner child and took the time to understand it, it's like, you really understand that, like, sometimes I'll just be sitting down and I'll be connecting dots and I'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. And like, as soon as I like give myself time to kind of fully like process it or fully be like, to understand where I was coming from as a kid, I stopped letting this thing or this behavior characteristic that I've developed take over a certain side of me. It's like, and a lot of people, I feel like you might be hearing, listening to me and being like, what are you talking about? It may sound like, like spiritual nonsense, if you get what I mean. But um, to wrap that section up, looking at your childhood and understanding the things that you went through as a child can sometimes be very crucial in understanding who you are now and why you are the way you are now. Next, I wanted to talk about hiding in your healing. Now, I know this is something that I do. I've, I mean, I've done in the future. I mean, in the future, in the past, <laughs> that I've done in the past, um, where basically, you know, you're going through this healing thing and this self-love thing. You're doing all of that and that's great and everything, but then you use it to shield you from the rest of the world so that you don't have to, to deal with everything and then you, or you cover it up as healing. Do you get what I mean? For example, if maybe, and I think there was a movie, I can't remember one of those like movies about these like famous athletes where like the doctor was like, yo, you're good. Like you can go back. And the person was like, no, but you know, I need to heal. I need to do X, Y, and Z. But like the doctor was like, yo, you're fine. Go back to your life, you know? And I feel like we do that a lot with real life situations where it's like, you're so scared to get hurt again, which is so, so valid, by the way. It's so valid. But I think one thing we forget to realize is that you're never going to fully heal if you don't face what you're running from. Because now it's not healing, by the way. You're just running. And it's going to be something that controls your life. I feel like if you don't want it to, if you don't want to think of it in a way of like, oh, like spiritual, you have to like heal and do all that stuff. Think of it this way. By not healing and not processing, you're letting those things that had some negative impact on you, you're letting them win. If I know that's such a bad thing, if that's such a like gaslighting or whatever way to say that, but that's the truth. And sometimes when I'm stubborn and I'm like, nah, I don't want to heal and I'm trying to be hard guy and I don't want to talk about anything and I'm like, oh, it's fine. I, d- I don't even care anymore. Like sometimes I look at myself and I know I care and I'm like, you're literally letting that person who hurt you win by refusing to process and understand your emotions and let your emotions be their emotions and, you know, move on from it. So in short, that's it. I don't want to make this episode too long, but let's not wait till we're having a midlife crisis to figure this out, you know? So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. With that being said, I hope you have a great Sunday, I believe, Saturday, I cannot remember, and I will see you next week. Bye. When I said she get it from her mom.